so this morning my responsibility is for us to find some truth in the word of God that can encourage us as we go out there to tell this love story it's an amazing love and I, I like it when the, the hymn writer sang it we may sing that hymn in the course of the service amazing love how can it be that my God should die for me how did it begin what is the story can we tell the love story can we share in this love story so that when we are out of here we can repeat same can I tell you something child of God as I look at this house, as we are gathered together spiritually, I see a mighty force that can conquer the evil in this world with this love story we are about to share. Can you tell your neighbor, we have something that can dominate this world and change the status quo. I'm looking forward to a day when we switch on our television sets, when we put on our radio or even go on social media, it will be this love story being told and retold and rehearsed so much that people would wonder, why are they so fascinated about this love story? Because that is the only good news out there that can change a man from within, from inside out and make him a great success, true success. Is when a man is born again hallelujah how did this story begin in the beginning we are told that long before adam's world lucifer the archangel had fallen from heaven you will not find that in the book of genesis but you find that written in Ezekiel and Isaiah and other prophets for that matter. Because the book of beginning told us that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But between that verse and verse 2 is the period when Lucifer fell. Are you okay? And it's millions of years which scripture has not accounted for but it's only depicted in some of the prophetic writings because verse 2 says and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and God now let's call it recreated though we see it as creation but creation had been done millions of years and at that time God had hosts of angels who were created from light who were like you and I flesh and blood they were created from light angels created from light who used to sing or still sing around the throne and sing the Lord's song and minister in the presence of God and this archangel was so powerful he got deceived by the beauty of his glory he carried so much glory that he was the archangel that stood right in the presence of God and ministered in the presence of God. So Isaiah tells us that once upon a time, something entered his head. That me too, I will ascend to the hill of the Most High and be like the Most High God. And Bible says that was when he fell. Iniquity 
was found in him when he began to conceive the idea that he would want to be like the most high God. So he was booted out from heaven, not by God Almighty, but by another angel. Bible says, Michael and his angels fought, and Lucifer and his angels fought. He managed to convince one third. Please take note of the power of Lucifer. It is called deception. For Lucifer, right in the presence of God, to be able to convince one third of the angels of God. And Bible talks about innumerable company of angels. They are uncountable. And he managed to get one third out of the lot to follow him. But glory be to God, they were booted out of heaven. They were chased out of heaven. Now, God judged the world that then was. Peter talks about it. When you read Peter, you may think Peter was talking about Noah's world. No, there was a world that then was. And this same Lucifer, please take note, you may not know why he is so angry at us. Especially those of us who are born again and who profess the name of Christ and we say we are the righteousness of God. Why he hates humanity so much was that he was once upon a time the governor of this earth. Are you following? He was the governor. In the world that then was, he was in charge of the homo sapiens that used to live on this earth. Those homo sapiens were not made in the image and likeness of God like Adam. But they were beings. Some look like chimpanzee, some look like gorilla, some look like all kinds of creatures. And he managed to convince them that this God is a rebel. You'll find that in the scripture. I'm just telling the story because I cannot refer to all the scriptures, but all these things are embedded in scripture. So God overturned the world that then was. It is like the earth. Seated, you know, wherever God created it, he turned it upside down. So instead of the earth receiving light from the sun and light from the moon, there was no light. Darkness had covered the earth because he turned the world upside down. And the homo sapiens, please take note, who live in the world that then was because the earth is situated on water after it was turned upside down it was flooded so from the earth to the heavens everywhere was flooded that is why then the sun could not give its light and the moon could not give its light because darkness had taken over god had turned the world upside down he judged the world that then was then these homo sapiens became disembodied what does that mean they lost their bodies but because they are also spirit beings they live on as spirit beings and let me tell you that is the source of what we call diamond or demon are you there demons are simply disembodied beings who seek embodiment in other words they cannot operate on this earth without a body when sometimes we are talking about demons people think that they are the fallen angels no the fallen angels still have their celestial beings 
I mean, their celestial bodies, I, I'm, I'm referring to that. They still have their celestial bodies. They are still spirit beings who most of them are actually reserved in chains in, in hell, according to scripture. And some even in the bottomless pit, waiting for the last seven years of this age. Thank God you and I will not be around. Hallelujah. Because some of them are so wicked, wicked than even the devil himself said that if they are released on earth, you'll be amazed. But these, these embodied beings also live on as spirits hovering in the earth looking for embodiment. Then God, in verse 2, recreated the heavens and the earth. I call it recreation because, as I've mentioned, between verse 1 and verse 2 of the book of Genesis, there are millions of years unaccounted for. So, here comes a new world. And then God now tells the man he had put in charge of the earth. Instead of Lucifer, who used to be the governor of that earth, God now puts man in charge and says, take dominion. Be fruitful multiply replenish the earth you cannot replenish something that was not originally filled in other words this earth was filled with some people and some things but they had been judged god judged the world then was and all those creatures perish but their spirits live on that is why sometimes you find demonic manifestation you find people manifest if a spirit that lived on in those days has embodied or find its room in a body, a human body, and the spirit is being cast out, per the nature of that spirit, you see the manifestation, either as a snake, as a crocodile, as a lion, as a whatever. Are you there? Right. So God put man in charge of this earth. He gave him a wife. And commanded the two of them that be fruitful, multiply, take dominion, replenish the earth. In other words, fill the earth as it used to be. By this time around, this was a man created in the image and likeness of God. And I'm telling you, this Lucifer who had been booted from heaven together with one third of the angels now managed to be in charge. He was in charge of the creatures that used to live on the earth. So they are spirits and Lucifer is a spirit being. So he marshaled all these forces and still sought to take dominion. So once upon a time, he managed to now enter a serpent who now came and questioned the love of God when he dialogued with Eve, the wife of Adam. And unfortunately, Adam, who was around when the conversation was going on, should have told the wife that, hey, God didn't say it like that. Because, you see, Satan cannot operate until he finds a nature of his. One of his natures is fear. For instance, if he wants to enter, he will just create fear and panic. And once there's that doorway, he can enter. But this time around, it wasn't fear because Adam was in charge. Eve was in charge. So the only avenue you could get to enter was deception, which he is a master of. 
for him to be able to manage to get one third of angels that's a master of deception isn't it so he now told the woman because the woman he questioned this woman that has God said that you should not eat of the fruit of the garden then the woman said meanwhile Adam was standing by according to scripture Adam was right there and he knew better because at the time God gave Adam instruction to take care of the garden and not to eat of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil Eve was not around but after Eve was formed from the rape that God took from the side of Adam I believe Adam passed on that instruction but Eve had a lopsided information why because when Lucifer through this serpent questioned God's word to them Eve answered by saying that God has said that we should eat of all the fruits in the garden except this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil that we should not eat it not even to touch it did you hear that? Eve added her own. God never said they should not touch it. After all, they were supposed to take care of the garden. How do you take care of a garden? You, you, you dress a garden. Those who are farmers can testify. If you are dressing a garden, if you are weeding around, if you are pruning and trimming the tree, how do you trim it without touching it? So Satan said, I got you now. He said, you should not touch it. Oh, he took advantage of the shaded information Eve had and now penetrated and passed on a deception. The Bible tells us that Adam was not deceived. It was a woman who was deceived. Read your Bible. Why? Because Adam knew that that information should have been corrected. Immediately, he should have said, hey, God didn't say we should not touch it. He only said we should not eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. But he kept quiet, I think out of love. Meanwhile, love corrects. So he should have corrected. But what is the love story we are talking about? The amazing love. Here comes... Lucifer capitalizing on this information and then he now said oh God does know that the day that you eat of it you shall become like God's knowing good and evil and then somehow this thing entered the heart of Eve so Bible says that when he saw she rather saw that this fruit is desirable and that it can make one wise she took listen, of the fruit and ate it and gave it to her husband who was with her. Meaning Adam was all this while standing there. And that was high treason. That was that was unpardonable. And indeed, they disobeyed God. Lucifer led them. Why? Because Lucifer was aiming at something they did not know. This earth used to govern it. I used to be in charge. And so he knew how to do coup d'etat. It was to do coup d'etat, to overthrow. But he came in with subtlety, with deception. Of course, you know the story. I don't need to tell all. But finally, man sinned. How? By disobeying God's word. But more than just the sin act, what happened and which makes our story an amazing love story is this 
what happened was that Adam did not only lose his authority over the earth Lucifer used to be in charge of this earth and then God now gave it to Adam but Adam first and foremost after disobeying God lost that authority as if that was not enough he also and that was what made the situation very pathetic he also inherited the nature of the devil which is sin our nature was a righteous nature a nature that had not been stained our blood was not stained we were pure just like our father and Adam used to have fellowship with this God from day to day in the cool of the day God will come into the garden and have fellowship with Adam and Eve but upon their disobedience and Adam's disobedience in that regard they lost that contact that thing that made God come to them in close fellowship they lost it because they inherited a new nature you may not appreciate that because it's not seen physically just like even in our world if somebody is a sinner you may not see it because it doesn't show on him but God looks at the heart man looks at the outward appearance so when God came in the cool of the garden he knew something had changed of course he knows all things he knew something had changed already the moment Adam sinned so he came once again Adam where are you at that time they had known sin and had become self-conscious instead of God conscious instead of being conscious of the presence of God another nature of Satan had entered apart from deception that Satan used as a doorway and now planted the sin nature in their spirit fear had also entered so Adam and Eve had hidden they even made clothes out of the leaves and covered themselves and said that we heard your voice and were afraid oh whereas God has not given us the spirit of bondage again to fear but the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind but fear had also entered and all the other nature of Satan entered including death death means separation so Adam was cut off from that day spiritually from God child of God do you know what this was all that Satan was looking for he said I am not Satan knew that he was not only banished from heaven onto the earth he knew that from earth in fact not only the earth he was banished from heaven and you know placed in hell some of the angels were chained and put in hell some in the bottomless pit it's like you are chained for your trial and the trial had not yet come God's mind and God's dream was that one day because we didn't know sin for us to be able to judge the angels Bible says we shall judge the angels because we're going to judge the angels for you to know that this was right this was wrong that was the time we were going to eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil so that we can now judge so the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil was not put there to tempt man per se it was for a purpose and it had its time but man went ahead of time went ahead of God Satan used trick and then opened them up to something that was supposed to be the basis for the judgment of the same devil and his angels so man together with 
The fallen angels and Lucifer were on the same scale. All have inherited a nature called what? Sin. And for your information, sin makes one look on the inside in his spirit what the leper looks in his physical body on the outside. Can I say that again? I said sin makes one looks um, look on the inside. So for, for Lucifer, he had inherited a nature that had even demeaned his glory and his beauty. But he was still a spirit being together with the angels. And God's universal law had been, take note, before the foundation of the world, the Bible says the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world, God had made a universal law that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission, there is no removal, there is no washing away of sins. So for Lucifer and his angels, their case was closed because they are not flesh and blood. If you are not flesh and blood, nobody can shed blood on your behalf. It has to be animal for animal, human for human, angel for angel. And there was no angel with blood that can die on behalf of Lucifer and the fallen angels. So for them, their case was closed. But talks about them in Matthew 25 verse 41 that the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Case closed. No more appeal. And they cannot appeal. Hallelujah. But in the case of man, there was hope. And that is the love story. Hallelujah. The first thing God did, the very first thing God did was to chase Adam and Eve out of the garden. Somebody will say, but why is God chasing them out of the garden? It was love. Someone say love. Not just love, but amazing love. Do you know sometimes, out of love, you have to push some people out of danger so that you can just save their souls. We have seen this scripture in the book of Jude that of some snatched by force, pulling out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Out of love, God had to chase Adam and Eve because if they had stayed in the garden and eaten of the fruit of life, after eating the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, this was what was going to happen. They would have lived forever in their sins. Did you hear that? Already, they had inherited the sin nature. And all the other natures of Satan had become a part of their spirit being. But to make it worse, if they had stayed in the garden and gone ahead to eat of the fruit of life, then case would have been closed like that of Lucifer. In other words, they would never have been able to die. And if you cannot die, somebody cannot die on your behalf. So out of love, God chased them out of the garden. There are times where God chases us out of some situations. There are times where God disturbs our comfort zone. Not because he does not love us. Love demands that sometimes you are rebuked. Love demands that sometimes you are corrected. Love demands that sometimes your comfort zone is removed so that you will wake up to the reality of the surroundings around you. And that's exactly what our father did. What did he do? He chased them out and even put seraphim. You know seraphim. Seraphim are angels that blaze with fire. They carry fire. 
It's not every angel that can endure the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. The only angels that can endure that fire is the seraphim. Because they are already made of fire. They carry fire. And they came with fire and with flaming salts in guarding the fruit of life. The tree with the fruit of life. Why did I say it's not every angel? Listen, when we are praying, for instance, and we say, fire! In the realm of a spirit, if it's a demon hiding in somebody's body, that fire you commanded produces the same effect of the everlasting fire. So it reminds demons of their judgment day. That is why in the days of Jesus, they will cry out, Jesus, we know you are the son of God. You are the Messiah. Have you come here to torment us before our time? Because every move of Jesus reminded them of their last day of torment. I want to announce to you, if there is any demon disturbing your peace, disturbing your joy, disturbing any area of your life, I command fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Let that demon exit your body because they are lawless. Without the physical body, human body, you cannot live on this earth. That's why Jesus said, when you find them, do what? Cast them out. Don't negotiate. Don't plead. Don't do any transaction. It is your right as a bona fide citizen of this earth to command them out in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. Hallelujah. What is this love story? Let me just round it up. Here comes man out of the garden now toiling for himself. Ultimately, you know that Adam and Eve died. But God had a program. From day one, he killed an animal and made a skin out of, you know, a coat out of the skin of the animals and clothed Adam and Eve with. But more than just killing an animal and, you know, clothing them, God was telling them that the only hope of humankind, Adam, you and your wife and your generation, is shed blood. So that is why in the story of their sons, Cain and Abel, God had already given Adam and Eve the revelation and they had passed it on to their children. It was not because God didn't love fruits. It was because he required a blood sacrifice. And Cain, as obnoxious and obstinate and as daring as he was, it's like, let me dare God, let me do anything. And listen, you cannot do that to God. So God said, come on, I'm not pleased with you at all. I wanted to paint a picture from Adam through their sons to eternal generation until even the law, it became a law that you bring animals. But all these things were pointing to one blood that one day will be shed. The blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. Thank God for Easter. I said, thank God for Easter. It's a love so amazing. So ultimately, you know the story. Jesus Christ was born into this world. He lived under the law. He fulfilled all the requirements of the law. The only human person who lived under the law and never disobeyed the law once. Bible says he was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Had Jesus sinned once, his blood would have been stained with sin. His blood would have been contaminated. And that blood would not have been potent enough to wash the sin of man. What is the last story? Let me tell you. The Bible tells us that God demonstrates, Romans 5, 8, he demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, 
Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. Let me read from the New King James Version. God, it's a but God demonstrates his own love. This is a special kind of love. There are different kinds of love stories being told out there. But God wants you and me to take God's love and make it known to others. He demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, while we could not save ourselves, while we were destined for the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels, he had a plan. What was the plan? He said, I will, because outside of Adam, who else would have saved man? Is it the animals? No, it's not animal for man. It's man for man. Angel for angel. Unfortunately, angels don't have blood. So for them, their case is close. So which man? Is it once he was a part of Adam? You know that his, her blood was also contaminated. So what was the case of man? It was a hopeless case. You know that song, where would I have been? You only know. I'm glad you see through eyes of love. It would have been a hopeless case in an empty place if not for grace. I said it would have been a hopeless case. Man would have been, come on, the way we sometimes we pride ourselves with, I have this, I have that, I can do this. All those things wouldn't have meant anything if not for this love. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. While man was hopeless without a savior, God had a con he had conceived that I will save humankind. I can, I can become man. Because that was the only hope. So God became man. Please think about it. God became what? Man. He condescended from his high level as God and became man. He walked the earth. They didn't know that that was God walking the earth. But he didn't do anything as God. He did everything as man, yet without sin. With one mission, that my blood should not be stained. So that when I shed this blood, I can save humanity. Oh, what a savior. Then the story tells us that once upon a time, it had been predicted. Unfortunately, Judas became the victim because his heart was not straight. The Bible says that he was a thief. He held the money, the bag containing the money. There were people who were given to Jesus' ministry. And he, he held the bag. And as a thief, he was stealing from that bag from time to time. His heart was not straight. There are some things we do that if you don't correct it, one day you will be in government. You will be in high level position and you will repeat it. And that will be your jailing moment. And nobody will save you. There are those who have found themselves in jail. Not because they couldn't have done anything about it, but probably certain, you know, attitudes that we take for granted. Oh, I take it for granted. I take it for granted. Then one day you find yourself up there. He who is often reproved and hardens his heart, Bible says, shall one day suddenly be destroyed without remedy. That's why today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. There's a time for everything. There's a time where we can correct ourselves. There's a time nobody can do anything about your situation because you have reached the fruit stage. And the fruit stage, you will eat the fruit thereof. Am I communicating, child of God? So here comes Jesus, who was born into this world when it mattered most. 
Isaiah tells us that as a lamb led to the slaughter, he didn't open his mouth. Please take note, Jesus had the power to even call legions of angels to come to his aid when they came for him in Gethsemane. One of his friends, Judas, had betrayed him with a kiss. Did you hear what I said? One of his friends, one of his disciples, a close confidant. You cannot be a finance minister of Jesus' ministry if you're not a close confidant. He betrayed Jesus with a kiss because he loved money. He loved money more than God and so betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Well, you know the story. He regretted, but it was too late. He even hung himself. Peter says, he has gone where he will go. So they replace him with Matthias. And you know where he has gone. You can't take a life you did not create. But the story is this. Out of that betrayal, Jesus Christ was arrested. Sent to various points. Tried. They didn't find fault. But the people demanded that crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Listen. Finally, he was crucified. But what the people did not know that God had a hidden agenda. Someone say God had a hidden agenda. It was the mind of God that one day the blood Isaiah, is it Isaiah, the Psalms rather, and then quoted in Hebrews, talks about a body has thou prepared me, O Lord. I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O God. It was written about Jesus that God had prepared a body concerning Jesus, but that body contained blood because the life of the flesh is where? It's in the blood. Bible says, if the princes of this world had known this, they would not have crucified the Lord glory. What Lucifer did not know, what the fallen angels did not know, what all the wicked men and wicked women didn't know, that what God allowed his son to go through was so that blood that had not been stained with sin would be used to wash you and me. I'll show you a scripture very soon that tells you the love story in conclusion. That's 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. Because he shed his blood. Before he shed his blood, the Bible says God made him sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he has made him to be sin. Not a sinner. Please take note. He became what? Sin. In other words, the very thing that we inherited. From Lucifer. Adam inherited from Lucifer. And Adam passed that nature through his seed to all his descendants. That nature was also put on Jesus. It was put into his spirit. He became sin for us. But here is the beauty of God's mind. Because it was not Jesus' personal sin. He had no sin of his own. It was not his personal sin. His blood was still not stained with sin. Please think about it. This is love. And so God allowed him to carry my sin on your And because of that, he died. Because if not for that spiritual death, when you carry sin, you are, you are disconnected from God spiritually. If not for that spiritual death, he would never have died physically. But he eventually died physically as if that was not enough and descended to hell. Where the fallen angels, Lucifer, and everybody were placed, he also went there because that's where all rebels are kept. So he went to hell. But let me show you 1 Timothy 3.16. 1 
Yes, bring it to me. Can you bring it to me, please? Thank you. Glory be to God. All right, First Timothy three sixteen. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood. Timothy 3.16. Let me read from the New King James Version of the Bible. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. The word godliness here is God nature. The nature of God. It's a mystery. Listen, man has a nature. And that nature we inherited from Adam is a sin nature. There was nothing we could do about it. And that sin would never have permitted us to enter the kingdom of God. That is why Jesus told Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless that nature is washed, you ain't going nowhere. You are doomed forever. But here is scripture saying that great is the mystery of the God nature. The godliness here means God nature. God was manifested in the flesh. I said it was God himself who became man. And his name is what? Jesus Christ. If somebody wants to find out whether Jesus is God, this is one of the verses of scripture. That tells us that Jesus is God. Hallelujah. In fact, there are other verses. One day we can look at them as well. God was manifested in the flesh. Take note of the next line. That's where I'm going. Justified in the spirit. Can you tell me about justified in the spirit? What does that mean? Listen, justification means just as if you never sinned. Mind you, he never sinned. But he but carried, carried something, something that was, that was sin, sin, sin in his in spirit. spirit. And, and because, because he became, became my substitute, substitute your substitute, substitute, the substitute of every humankind, God had to remove that nature from his spirit on behalf of all humankind. So that if you believe, just by believing, you are justified. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness justification is, has to do with the righteous spirit are you there unto so one believes unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation so my point for bringing this scripture is this jesus who became flesh who carried my sin and your sin needed Listen, do you know what that means? Needed justification. The man would never sin. But he didn't do that as a personal responsibility. He did that on my behalf and your behalf. I don't think there is anything that is greater. Anything that is greater than to be justified in the spirit. 
to be made as if you never sinned. In other words, when, when Jesus Christ went to hell, because his blood was not stained with sin, the blood was potent, efficacious, powerful enough to wash all the sin nature. Listen to. This, this is love so amazing. I said the sin nature was what? Washed away. And when that became possible, it became possible for you and me to receive remission. The washing away, the removal of sins. If. Who can tell me the condition? If what? If. Oh, church, talk to me. If. I'm not hearing you. If you only believe. What a condition to save humankind. Just believe. Can't we tell this love story? Can't we pray for those whose minds are blinded? Who think that they must do something before they will be saved? Only believe. Believe. That somebody has already done what you are seeking to do. He did it on your behalf. Believe. And if you truly believe, the Bible says we having the same spirit of faith as it written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. So if you truly believe, then you will move to the next phase by confessing that then he is my Lord. If he did this, then he saved me. So I believe that he is my savior. Then I confess that he is my Lord. Once that confession is done, the Bible says you are translated from the kingdom, from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. I'm ending with this. I don't know whether there are people, you may be listening on radio or watching on Facebook or you are here present or in person service. And you are still not believe this love story. It's love so amazing. You don't need to go to the university to understand this love story. Even children who are infants can appreciate that ah, I couldn't have saved myself but somebody saved me by carrying my sin God was manifested great is the mystery it's a great mystery the world cannot get it but that's why we must send this message to them in the power of the Holy Spirit is the mystery of godliness God was manifested in the flesh justified in the spirit can we stand to our feet? Is there anybody here who hasn't believed or anybody listening or anybody watching or probably you have believed but you are not sure whether you should ever associate with this thing called Christianity so you have not publicly confessed Jesus as your Lord. We can guide you. We can lead you. Is there anybody here like that? If anybody indicates either on radio, www.ipiministries.com, on the chat button, or shows on Facebook, kindly let me know. We can lead that person to Christ as well. But is there anybody here who says that I cannot save myself? Maybe you are here. You have been trying to save yourself. Please, you cannot. Because you don't even have what it takes. It takes blood that is not stained. But because we inherited the sin nature from Adam, we also inherited sin-stained blood. What did I say? Sin-stained blood. So there was no way we could save ourselves. But God became man. God was manifested in the flesh. 
because that was the only hope outside of man that God would take upon himself humankind he lived amongst men he came unto his own his own receive him not but as many as receive him to them gave he the right the power to become the sons of God sons of God means God in human body so now God has given us more than what Adam had it is his very nature he now puts in man called the righteousness of God so Bible says he has made him to be sent for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God no other place but in him you cannot find that righteousness any other place apart from being in him therefore if any man be in Christ he is this is a new creature different from Adam a new creature all things have passed away and behold all things have become new say I love you Jesus love you Jesus say I love you Jesus I thank you for this love so amazing thank you for this love amazing thank you thank you Holy Father the more we love you Lord Jesus this is love so amazing the more I love you I wanna sit at your feet drink from the cup in your hand lay back against you and breathe feel your heart beat this love is so it's more than I can stand. I'm melting your feet. It's overwhelming. I wanna sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hands, lay back against you and bring feel your heart beat. The love is so. It's more than I can stand. I'm melting your peace. It's all. 